Yo, so like, you know how in footy, there's that whole thing that nobody wants to smoke more than Pepe and and Sergio Ramos when they played for Madrid together? Yeah. Literally, I I f- like, you're, you're just going to get a broken leg if that happens. I think I found something that wants more smoke. And that is? Every single Pokemon in Legends Arceus. Yeah, you aren't wrong there. You literally, like, I'm just running through, minding my own business, and I just get hit by attack after attack after attack. And it's like, who hurt you? Well, (laughs) they're they're so aggressive. They just want the smoke. That's it. They're so aggressive. But for real, like, if you have a Nintendo Switch and you don't have this game, go get it. Go get get it. it. It's fantastic. It is the perfect mix of like a Monster Hunter game, um, a Zelda game, and Pokemon. A little bit of horror in there, too. What? Have you not been like hiding behind a rock or like whatever and just had like a random Pokemon attack come at you and you've been like jump scared? No. Damn. No, I've that like actually like a been... you problem. <laughs> it's 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 more of a TikTok joke. All the comments oh. I see on the post in this game are like, yo, this is a horror game. <laughs> Especially with the alphas. They're just like, I see you. The alphas I do just peep around a corner and it's like, okay, I want to smoke. And I was like, uh, please no, please no. Highly recommend the game though. Uh, Highly yeah. recommend. Yeah. Brian's a bot at it though, just like every game. Why you gotta be mean? I'm not <laughs> arguing with you, but why you gotta be mean? <laughs> Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. Carl, how you doing? Fing- finger guns. Over and over. I'm alright though. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Um yeah. I I do have to say that this is our first episode with our new recording platform. Yeah. Uh we're now we're now using Riverside FM to record. Because I'm being the technical director for a podcast project for school and we're using Riverside for that. And I got permission to use my program's account for this show. So, yeah, that's nice. it's expensive. So I'm not trying to pay that right now. I'm not trying to pay it either. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really cool platform. I'm hoping it's going to boost our audio quality a little bit. It's going to help with clipping some stuff potentially for some more social media posting of the show. Yep. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Uh, we got a good and episode also, set up. Oh, what, what you I, got? I was going to say, if you guys really want to, you can see us in 4K next week. But uh, this week, it's just going to be 1080 because I know you guys are all watching us. Hold up. How did I not think for the cold open to talk about my new graphics card? Because Pokemon true but yeah as of next week i'm going to be upgrading from a 3080 ti or 3060 ti graphics card to a 3080 ti in my computer and it's going to be awesome 
I was about to be like, what, you're upgrading from the new graphics card you just bought? <laughs> what no, the no, hell no, did no. you just do? <laughs> no, 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 I, I worded it wrong. I worded it wrong. But we got we got a good episode uh, set up for this week. There, there wasn't really much prem going on. It, it was, what was it, Watford, Burnley? Yes. And uh, me and Brian it predicted an- it right to be a draw we just didn't predict the score right it was a we nil, were over, nil draw we were over ambitious and we thought there would be goals yeah exactly um, so outside of the prem we're we're going to be talking about some syria uh then we're going to slide into some fa cup yep then a little bit of la liga real quick afcon final and predictions before we get into any of that, though, um, I know the transfer window is over, but just three things to note. Crazy. Jaden Shakiri is going to the Chicago Fire. Interesting yep. move. Andres Pereira is leaving Manchester United and going to Flamengo. Yep. And Nicolas Sule is going to Borussia Dortmund from Bayern on a free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm really salty. Sule leaving Bayern is actually a real hit on that back line. Even though the and signing it's a of Upamakana. Big, big win for uh for Dortmund. Massive, because that means they can actually keep a very solidified team despite losing Holland in yep. a little bit. Yep. But even so, like Holland could still just be like, hey. I could become like the best player to ever touch this club, like, and just ride with it throughout. He won't. He won't. He'll leave. I know money. he won't because of money and because of opportunity in Champions League situations. Yeah. But crap, they're they're making a solid side. They really are. They're like. Yeah, no, they're looking good. They're making they're a solid good. side, but like Bayern's still gonna win, which is the weirdest thing. <laughs> like they look so good on paper, and then it's just like, oh yeah, Bayern Munich's still winning by like. Did someone just get pulled over behind you? Uh, in front of me, actually. <laughs> I saw the siren lights behind you. Yeah. So we're gonna move into our first topic, taking a little inspiration from our old friend Julian, uh, talking some Syria. Yep. So. The Milan Derby was this weekend, and it was it's this Milan Derby was the biggest Milan Derby in years, years, because both sides are very high in the table. Yep. Both sides are playing very, very well. This match, there was a lot riding on it. Exactly. And Carl, did you watch this game? Uh, No, but I saw the result. It was a game. It was. It was a game. I'm pissed. Yeah, so like Perisic scored the first goal. It was a nice goal. Yeah. It was a nice Perisic goal. Perisic is actually one of my favorite players. I know, Carl. I've played against you in FIFA when you use him. It's not fun. Yeah. But the, the real <laughs> talk of this match is Olivier Giroud. Oh, my goodness. Don't even start with that, man. He's disgusting. Olivier Giroud flipped this match on its head it was one nil inter for like i don't know almost 40 minutes and then like 
boom, just boom. Two when was Giroud literally like twenty six again? What? When was Giroud twenty six again? When was Giroud twenty six again? Yeah, because bro, he looked like he was twenty six when he was playing in this game. Oh, that's what you're trying to say. I was really confused by that. Yeah. Now he, he, he lit- looked really, really, really good, but I, I just have to say, yes, Giroux was the talk of the game, but yeah. at the same time, Mike Mignon had himself a game. See, I know all about Giroux going off in this game. I do not know about this, so I'm actually really curious. So, I'm just clicking on Mignon's stats right now. He made four saves, four diving saves, two punches, two high claims. He he commanded his box like an animal. It, It was such a great display. And it kind of made Milan fans be like, Gianluigi Gennarama who? <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Just because Donnarumma. It's Donnarumma. But I really want to see what you get. Wait, hold up. Hold up. You want to hear a reason why I'm a bot? Why? I forgot to turn off the cursor capture. Yeah, I know. I kept on seeing the cursor coming across the screen a little bit. <laughs> uh, I was like, what you doing? couple tech difficulties with the new software, you know. Yeah. I really want to see more of Tenali. I, I just want to see him, like, in two years, just now. <laughs> yeah, because he, he has started playing a lot better this year than he did last year. Yeah, exactly, and he was expected to really break out last season, and he did have a good season. He didn't have, like, an amazing season, but you could tell that it was a big swap for him and that he was still adjusting to the side, but he was still peaking at times. Oh, my goodness, he's having an amazing season this year, and I really want to see what he can do in the future. He's looking like the gifted midfielder that everybody said he was before. Yeah, like... He's looking fantastic. Also, I was really surprised in the way that they played Frank Kessie. Explain. I thought that he played up a little bit in this game. Yeah, he did. He did. He was deployed right behind Giroud. Yeah, like typically I see him more as like a CDM. And I think when, because he, he has a very large price tag and I don't know if Milan are going to keep on to it forever um yeah he he's very 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 versatile he's very versatile but i typically see him as like that cdm position oh my goodness did like i'd sleep on him sometimes he he really i know i talk about his versatility and his ability to pass out of the back but i feel like i don't talk about his attacking um status I I took it was so hard for you to not say prowess there. Yeah. It was so hard for you to not say it. My but, only thing with Kessie in this game is that it he came off after the 58th minute. Yeah. So he didn't really play too long. Yeah, exactly. But I'm but just he talking played about well, the entire season. 
Yeah, he played well in his time on the pitch. Still. This was such a great match, such an exciting match. My favorite thing about it, though, was like listening to the American commentators on CBS because it's on Paramount Plus talk about <laughs> like, hold on, hold on, hold on. This, you're going to die at this. Talk about like how well Inter has played on home soil. I mean, they were technically the home team in like Milan's road record. You understand why that's hilarious, right? Yeah, because it's very similar to like the Lakers and Clippers. Yeah, they play. It's the San Siro. Yeah, they. It's and, it's, uh, it's a home. It's a home match for both of them. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's not as one sided as the Lakers and the Clippers, so I shouldn't say that. But it is yeah. a, still a one sided affair, even to this day. Yeah. The San Zero always sways red. It does. But I'm recently just more talking, recently it's I'm it's just more talking about more. the commentators were talking about home and away record. Yeah. How no, they I, do away from home. Yeah. And uh people like, are smart. Bruh. <laughs> like Well, I'm smart sometimes too, so like <laughs> No, you're not. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. <laughs> Yo, so I'm going to move on. Yeah, because we're moving back you into son? the Syria. We're we're not moving back into the Syria. We're staying in the Syria. We never so back left. into the Syria. Sure. Uh, Dusan <laughs> Vlahovic made his Juve debut. Yeah. Bro scored 13 minutes in. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Like, goes on a run, gets the through ball, and just dinks it over the keeper. One of my friends who lives up the street, her boyfriend is a Juve fan, and he just texted me, and he was like, I like this. This is awesome. And I was like, Vlahovic is going to fit in nicely there. It, I mean, it, it was a... They had perfect. amazing signings. It was a perfect debut. And just a little thing about Fiorentina. I saw something where fans were holding up signs that were like, we don't need Vlahovic. Fiorentina lost 3-0. Oh, did you also see that uh, Juve's other signing also scored the Zachariah? Zakaria. Zakaria, Zachariah. Uh, I'm awful at pronouncing names, so I'm gonna watch are. it. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I mean, it's a dream. It's a dream debut for their signings. Like, overall. yeah, exactly. I I just loved um that center mid signing because my goodness, did they need like a holding possessive type player? And he I exactly wanted that. him. I I wanted him like real, real bad. Like real, real bad. He's in the. He's. A, ideal in most systems in the world currently exactly exactly he's very similar to like a fit and play like Tielman's. uh there's a couple other players that's just like oh yeah like these are just fit and play players very similar to like uh frank cassie uh these other greats that so, are currently playing juve are now into the top four i mean atalanta have a game in hand over them 
So yeah, but Juve are now into the top four. Their next match is Atlanta. So they could open up a bigger lead on Atlanta if they beat them. And honestly, with their with the way that they played in this game, I'm I wouldn't be surprised. I'm yeah. not. Juve is not going to make a title push this season because no. I think they're too they're too far back. It's very similar but, to Liverpool and Chelsea this season. I think Man City has it locked. I'm not fully sure on that. I know you aren't because you're a Liverpool fan. So, but we'll I'm also I'm also talking that. I'm talking about a team in fourth versus a team in first, not. Yeah, exactly. But the difference in points is similar. The difference in points, I think, in the Prem is a little bit closer than you think. You're right. Liverpool, if they win their game in hand, are six points back of City. Oh, I forgot that they had a game in hand. That's actually my bad. Yeah. So, like, I see where you're coming from if you forget the game in hand, but it's not out of reach with that game in hand. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's kind of what I mean. It's unlikely, but it's not out of reach. Exactly. It will be out of reach after City probably beats us on April 9th, even though I'm going to predict a Liverpool win for that. Very similar to I predict Manchester United wins yeah. every we'll, time. We'll they get play, into my much. thoughts about Liverpool going forward in a little bit, but yeah. Dusan Blahovic had a dream debut, like absolute dream. Yeah, he's going to be fantastic for Juve. Juve are going to make a push. I think that they probably, with this side, with this new improvements, I think they're going to make the Champions League again. Oh, I definitely see them doing that currently. Just because that was a worry for think, a while. Yeah, I don't think Atalanta has the talent to really push over them. This this title race though in Syria is gonna be exciting. Yeah. Inter sitting in at the top with on fifty three points. They do have a game in hand over the next two, but Napoli on fifty two points and Milan on fifty two yeah. points. With the same this record, be- just different differential. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like, crazy. It, it's actually yeah. a really crazy title race. I'm really uh-huh. excited to see what actually comes of this. I'm rooting for AC probably. I would like to see Milan win it. Yeah. But Inter could just pull through and they could do they a could. clean sweep at the end of the season. Something that we've seen from other random title pushes before. Yeah. I feel like that's a very general statement, though. So, like, let's move on. <laughs> you want to go into my favorite club competition in the world that's not really the best, but it's still my favorite? Yeah, it's your favorite just because you like watching Prem teams get smacked by, like, randos. It's not that I like watching Prem team get smacked by randos. I like watching small sides have the ability to play the big boys and I like watching them push them to the limits. Yeah. Especially, especially in this match between uh Kidderminster and, and West Ham. Yeah. Because Kidderminster go up early, like pretty early. Like I'm, I'm watching, I don't know why I was watching the Chelsea match instead of this one. That's my <laughs> bad. But it, 
It's what happens. And uh, I'm happy you didn't even mention what happened in my match. So, Oh, my God. Why didn't I make that a topic? Yeah, you're stupid. All right, we can keep on going. How did Bruno miss that shot? If you say one more word, I leave the studio. <laughs> Actually, the only thing I'll say about that is when Alanga missed his PK, I did like that Ronaldo walked up to him and was like, hey, I missed a PK earlier. This is on me, not you. Yeah, I did appreciate that. But So back to back to the other game, the one that I really wanted to talk about more. <laughs> So, 19 minutes in, Alex Penny from Kidderminster puts Kidderminster up 1-0 at home against West Ham. Yep. This game goes on, and then at halftime, David Moyes puts in Declan Rice, puts in Aaron Cresswell. Puts in Thomas Suchek. Then he puts in Fornals. And just when you think West Ham's down and out, 90 plus one, Declan Rice sends the game into extra time. And then just when you think that Kidderminster are going to have a chance to win the match, going into PKs, 120 plus one, Jared yeah. Bowen. You don't you don't see it like that very often. I I was You really don't. It was I feel so so bad for Kidminster. Yeah, they deserve to win that. I mean no, they didn't. No, because whatever, because that was the actual result. Like West Ham did. Well, win. no, no. Looking at everything statistically, oh, yeah, no, yeah, like no, West no, 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 West Ham no. should have buried them. But considering that Kidderminster Oddly kept not. it, like in terms of the actual gameplay, like even though seventy three percent possession, yeah, yeah. So, oh, uh, West Ham had twenty shots on target compared no, to no, they had they had twenty shots four on target. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kidminster had fourteen, 14. shots with four on target. So, if you're talking about actual chances that were created, West Ham they did created... have a goal. West Ham did have a goal ruled out for offsides. Yeah, uh, it was. But it still, was a. It, it was a very I, close match. Yes, I love the FA Cup a lot. If they also won, it would have been very FIFA like. It would have just been a super counter attacking like. Just yeah. like okay, yeah, we pulled the FIFA victory. Woohoo! Yeah, I'll give you that. But I, I would have wanted that. That would have been pretty funny. I still don't know why I um I left Carl's sadness out of this. I hey, really should have. At least it's something overshadowed it in your mind. Yeah, so, so we're gonna we're gonna well, what overshadowed it was our next topic because I'm just gonna slide yeah. right into it. He's back. Yeah, he's good. Harvey Elliott returned from his injury, scored a beautiful goal, the third goal for Liverpool. Liverpool's first goal against Crystal Palace 
or not Crystal Palace. That's who they're playing. So, I, I don't even know why I said Crystal Palace. I'm looking at it. It says Cardiff. Cardiff City. Crystal Palace was a while ago. Yeah. I think my confusion is I have next week's games up on the left and this game up in the middle. And I like looked to the side for a second and saw Crystal Palace and I said it. I don't know. But Liverpool's match, Liverpool's match against Cardiff. Diogo Jota gets on the board. The second goal. So first off, the first half of this game was nil nil. Yeah. Diogo Jota scores early on in the second half. Takumi Minamino scores the second goal in the 68th, but that Takumi Minamino scoring isn't what I want to talk about. It's the fact that Luis Diaz pickpocketed defender on the touchline, did some fancy footwork, sends the ball into the middle, and Taki just rips it in. Like, dude did that on his debut. I know it's Cardiff. I know it's whatever. But that's a good start. Yeah. And also, Minamino needs to play more of a false nine role instead of playing out on the wing. Well, Minamino needs to actually play. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I'm saying like this could get him on the pitch more in more of like a false nine role instead of being out on the wing. Because he's got the way that Bobby was like first implemented. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But like, so because he's very quick feet oriented, he's very like. Ding, 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 ding with his passing. I don't uh, know why I did it like that. No. Triangle? Just quick. Decisive. Just quick? Okay. Yeah. He's he's more of a center of the pitch, um, like, player than your typical Klopp winger. And I think if he wants to establish okay. himself... I I think what you're trying to say is like as a false nine that is able to drift out to the wings because he's yeah. a very capable winger and then he's like a very what you would have winner, but but not for the Klopp system is what I'm trying to say exactly so what yeah. you would do is something similar to like Joda but have him play back a little bit further than Joda does because Joda yeah. plays more of like an actual striker role exactly have Minamino as like a center forward role and have mo and mane up a little bit more because in that situation you have like more defense as well because then you play like a uh 4-3-3 uh fifth variation if you guys are familiar with fifa that just means that you have a center forward and a cdm uh instead of like three center midfielders mm-hmm. so in that situation did you say you familiar of- with fifa yeah well, because I, I refer to it as the FIFA formation. The, the, oh, okay. it's, the it's the fifth for, FIFA formation. Like, okay. Most of the time, like, it's just CDM center forward. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Th- this was, it was just really nice to see uh, Diaz have a good debut. Yeah, I liked at, a lot Especially of the... at Anfield. It was nice to see Harvey Elliott get back on the pitch. And it was nice to see him score especially in the manner that he did. I really like to see all of these players coming back and really making a difference for their clubs right now, despite Man U looking in shambles. The other parts of the Prem are really exciting to watch right now. This is the FA Cup we're talking about right now, not the Prem. Yeah, same bullshit, though. Like, I- I'm talking about watching Prem teams. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. No, okay. D- let me reference that because this is not actually the prem. Like, there was only one game, and we are not talking about that game. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys really want to know about that game, watch highlights of paint. I'm gonna, trying. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say watch the recap. It's not really highlights. No, no, watch highlights of paint drying. Oh, oh, you mean literal paint drying? Yeah, no, no, literal paint drying. Like, like highlights though. So SpongeBob's probably in there somewhere, and then there's probably something else. If you guys don't get the reference, it's the dollar bill. Yeah, I I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, the the first dollar bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and people people who just found their first dollar bill, Jesus Christ, uh, Barca actually looks decent now. Yeah, no, they they look decent. So, yeah. Danny Alves had a classic Barcelona hat trick with I love um, that a goal. An assist and a red card. Classic Danny Alves. Love to see it. Literally love to see his performance. It was exactly what I needed. So I was watching that. You're talking like this is your fantasy basketball league where you get points for ejections. Yeah. Bro, this is this is the Danny Alves that I missed. Alright. So so the first the first goal was scored by Yannick Carrasco mm-hmm. really early on. Like I'm sitting here watching the game while, while, while playing Pokemon and I see the first goal and I'm like, Whoa, that was quick. Yeah. Did you see Jordi Alba's goal? No. So Barca are passing the ball around. So Danny Alves like lost the ball across the box and then, mm-hmm. Jordi Alba just like hits it first time. Kinda miss hits it, hits it off his shin. But you can't really say it's a miss hit when the ball goes in the net. And it just spins out and curls itself into the top corner. I I need to actually watch it. So I actually just pulled it up. <laughs> like there there was absolutely nothing. Nothing that, um, what's his face? Oh, oh, yeah, no, no, there was nothing Oblock could do. There's nothing a keeper can do in that situation, unless you have, like, um, unless you're Reed Richards and have stretchy arms. No, no, if you have telepathy and you can be like, um, Telekinesis? Okay. No, 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 no. Like you, you know ahead of time where it's gonna be. <laughs> oh, like or telekinesis that, is, that would work too. Telepathy is the supposed communications of thoughts or ideas by means other than the known senses. That's not think being able to see ahead. Just so you know, foresight. Whatever, like future sight, yeah. whatever. Same thing. Cadabra, use future sight. Yeah, exactly. I didn't actually want to say that because I was thinking about future sight. That's why I said telepathy, <laughs> but um, let's move on. 
Also, you want to know who was a problem this entire match? I think I know who you're going to say, but if you say who who I think you're going to say, you're definitely fucking right. Who? Javi. Adama. Oh. Gavi is fuck. Gavi was great, but Adama Traore was a menace on the okay. wing. Like, menace. I, I, I did like his play and his ability to cross in. That That's something that I actually I hadn't seen in a couple weeks, which was like a major issue for him before his transfer. Because it was week in and week out, he was creating these chances along the wing without his successful finish on the inside. And I kept on wondering to myself, what's happening? Because typically you hadn't seen that before. Typically he was having that successful finish. His ball in to Gavi was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And also Torres. Like, I feel like we haven't mentioned him, but he's playing well. He's playing well. He's not, he's not like peaking or anything. He's not like, bro, like messy or anything. But like, yeah, but he's playing well. He's playing well. Yeah. Alba like, made his debut, didn't really do anything. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like a Juve debut, though. No. They have too. They have way too many people debuting. Well, and he's not Vlahovic. Oh, uh, yeah, he could be Zakaria. Uh, How? Like in terms of talent, Zakaria is like a twenty-five-year-old midfielder. And Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang's a striker past his prime. Yeah. One of them's on the come up. One of them's on a straight decline. There's no similarity yeah. between the two of them. They <laughs> they could be at the same talent level currently. Oh, like, no, they're were... not, though. They're not, though. Aubameyang's slightly ahead. Uh, no, I say the other way around. I'd take Zakaria over Aubameyang any day. Well, I would, too, in terms of actual, like, overall talent in the making but currently if i'm taking it for a single game i'm taking sicario over bummy interesting i'd probably take a bummy for a single game this season a bummy has been more of a liability oh yeah obviously and sicario has been fantastic this season I think it's going to be different, though. Like, I'm just personally making a yeah. prediction. Yeah, I'm I'm going off of actual results. You're going off of feelings. That's I feel you. I get what yeah. you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah, just because, like, I, I believe Aubameyang is still a class player. I think he's still capable of putting the ball in the back of the net. I think on this Barcelona squad, he could do something. They have a lot of players very similar to the way that I don't want to keep on bringing up basketball every three seconds, but uh, the Lakers again, because the the Lakers a couple of years ago got a lot of veterans and or just players who could create their own shot and really develop into that kind of player that can be selfish 
but can still play as a team. And I feel like this Barcelona team's constructed in a similar overall way. Just I without, think they're like, more constructed the and power. let's play as a team, and the only person who's selfish and annoying is Aubameyang. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Watching them play, watching them, like, I watched this whole match. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. They, Don't get me wrong. I know, I know they're playing as a team, and I know they're doing that, but I think every single player on this team is capable of being selfish. So, Danny Alves, no. Danny he Alves, he's literally able to bring it up. Like, like, of course. So like, there's, a, there's he, a difference between, but Carl, Carl, there's a difference between being able to do something and having the mindset of being selfish. Yeah, Selfishness exactly. is a mindset. You're talking about players who have the ability to take over a game. Yeah. That's what you mean. I agree yeah. with you if that's what you mean. If you're talking about selfishness. Yeah, I'm talking about takeover ability. The only one of them who actually demonstrates selfishness is Aubameyang. A lot of them have the ability to take over the game individually, but that yeah. doesn't mean you're selfish. What I mean by selfish is to take it upon themselves in that situation. But but they but don't. selfish isn't the right term. Yeah. They're, they're like Pedri. He's yes. able to break down three people and then get to a shot. But no, he's not going to do that. He's going to break three people down and look for the open man. Yes. Like, it, it's just in but these that's situations. Not, that's not selfish, though. Yeah, exactly. He just thinks about the team beforehand in order to try to make the more clinical play. Yes. Like that's like what when I, I mean. When I, the, when I brought up, I know, I know. When yeah. I brought up Danny Alves, what I meant though was like he's not selfish. He yeah, doesn't. No, no, no. He he never has been. Jordi Alba, no. PK, no. Yeah, so selfish is the wrong term. Um, okay, I just needed the, to clarify that. Yeah, they're able to just take over entirely and create their own shot, which okay. is like their the main thing. They're able to create their own chances. They're able to create their own assists. They're able to create motion on the pitch to actually bring the ball forward and create uh i don't know why i just said create three million times but to actually get in front of net and score okay yeah like i i think everyone on this they have Barcelona's, game breakers they have game breakers is kind of what you're yeah, trying to say yeah they okay. took they took a bunch of people so in basketball i would say they took like a bunch of playmakers because all these people can like pass and still like do stuff, but they're primarily going to work on the teamwork aspect of it in order to succeed. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. That's fair. I guess I should have just called them playmakers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Selfish is a very negative thing. Yeah. So, I like, wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't meaning it in that context. You kind of can't say it. Yeah. It, I, you were looking for playmaker. I got you. I know exactly yeah. what you were trying to say. I just needed to clarify because I. Yeah, because I, I guess like it, by that context, I would consider some of like Messi's plays selfish when he takes on like five players and then like shoots like a curler like top corner. But at the end of the day, he's just trying to make the best play for the team in that situation. 
Yeah, but even that, something can... You can make something a selfish play. Something can still play. be selfish and still be the best for the team. Yeah, you can make a selfish play without being a selfish player. Yeah, exactly. Like Ronaldo taking the ball up and doing a couple crossovers and getting in front of net and shooting. That's for the team. It's not just for like Ronaldo. Yeah. It's an indiv- it's a play of individual brilliance, I guess. It's not really selfish. Exactly. Individual effort. That's what I should have said. They're, yeah. They're all okay. capable of putting in an individual effort that can result in a goal. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And I, I was going to say really quickly, I just, I see good uh, things for this Barca side in the future. Oh, yeah. And AFCON. Yeah. <laughs> so the AFCON final was... Wait, 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 wait. Actually, we have to go back real quick because you just said you have optimistic things for their future. Like, I agree with you entirely, but it's just so funny that we're even mentioning this Barcelona team and not the other one because Jesus, the other one. Let's move on. Yeah. Femini won their last match 7-0. We'll update yeah. you guys on them a little bit later. Yeah, we'll give you guys a couple weeks. A couple weeks because if you're guessing what happened, they won. It's predictable. Yeah, they won. So this match, as a Liverpool supporter, even though I'm wearing a Real Madrid jersey right now, it's strictly because it's my Kaylor Navas jersey and I love him. But you guys, it's fair. It's fair. I mean... I've told you, like, Caesar, like, modeled yeah, his training know, off know, of Kaylor Navas. I, so I love the dude. But this match was every Liverpool fan's dream. Mo versus Mane. Very early on in the match, an Egyptian defender makes a very, very, very grave mistake. Brings down a player in the box. Penalty. Right away. You're like, oof. Oh, no. But. Mo Salah walks out to Gaboski. <laughs> says to him. Mane is going to shoot, shoot left. And Mane comes up and goes, no, I'm going to shoot right. And, and then Mane shot middle and Gaboski. Not middle, but like more like mid right. And Gaboski saved it. And then it was just a back and forth match. Yeah. All the way until penalties. It was actually a really back and forth match the entire time. I watched it on some sketchy stream, uh, sent <laughs> it to my TV so I could see it. I don't have B in. Yeah, neither do I. I literally just do sketchy streams for everything. Yeah. So we get to penalties. Kalidou Koulibaly takes the first penalty for Senegal. Which is interesting because he's a defender. Yeah. Beautiful placed penalty. Gaboski maybe could have got there, but still beautiful placed penalty. Yep. Zizo steps up for Egypt. Nails it. Abdou Diallo scores for Senegal. Mm-hmm. Mohamed Abdelmanam. Misses. Bangs it off the post. Mm -hmm. Looks like it was going in. 
Bunasar had his penalty stuffed. Like, yeah. he took a good penalty, and Gaboski laid out and made the save. Marwan Hamdi makes it 2-2. Amdu Bambadiang makes it 3-2 for Senegal. And then Mahanad Lachine takes a not very good penalty, and it gets saved by Mendy. Sadio Mane then scores the winning penalty for two Senegal. Yep. Do you see do you see the problem with what I just said? No. Who didn't take a penalty for fucking uh, Egypt, Salah. Carl? Like Yeah, how, I didn't hear Salah. Like and how, I was actually like, I understand. All right. I understand that you want Mo to go fifth. I really, really, really do. But But put him third. No, once you, like, you know Mane is going fifth for Senegal. So once that Senegal player, once Diang scores to go up 3-2, you send out Mo. Because yeah. you know that next penalty has to go in. So you send out Mo. You hope Mo makes it 3-3. Three, three. Mane makes then, it 4-3. And then, and then you then can you still have, have some, another chance. Then you have another chance. Like, they didn't even get to their fifth taker. Yeah, that is true. Like, what? And one of the craziest parts about this match also, Gabowski got named man of the match. Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, the Senegal trophy bit. No. Gaboski got named everything they did in celebration. It was their first AFCON. They deserve to celebrate however the hell they want. Yeah, exactly. But Gaboski got named man of the match, and reporters after were like, how do you feel being named man of the match in the final? And he was like, do you, do, uh, I'm not answering that. He was devastated. He just lost the biggest match of his life. Yeah. Like, you don't ask somebody those questions. Yeah, but people aren't very receptive. Of All others. I know is Mo and Mane are going to be back in training and they're going to be ready for the Premier League this weekend. Actually, not even this yeah. weekend. They're going to be ready for Liverpool's match on Thursday. So, Which is not a good sign. I am chilling with that. I think that's a good wrap up for AFCON. We're going to we're going to move into predictions. Yep. So, I think before we even do predictions, Carl is kicking my ass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is currently 125 to me, 147 to Carl. I'm getting spanked on. Carl, start looking for the hat. Yeah, exactly. We'll find something. We'll find something. So I think you should read Val first. I think I'll go first. first. You'll I, go first? I, I, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll go first. And then... I'll go second, then you read Val's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Hit it. Because I, I feel like you tend to go first, so I'll go first this time. All right, run it down. Our first 
Our first game is Newcastle versus Everton. I am going to take this as a 1-1 draw. West Ham versus Watford. Oh, West Ham is home. I am going to take West Ham after their atrocious uh, barely win. Um, but still impressive. Um, three Keep one. in mind on the on this next one um, that you just lost to Middlesbrough, so just make sure you pick properly. Yeah, so um, if Manchester United doesn't beat Burnley uh, 3-1, even though they're away, uh, I am going to be very upset. So 3-1 Manchester United. Man City versus Brentford. Man City is home. Uh, big number, little number, 4-0. Norwich versus Palace. Norwich has more goals probably outside of the Prem that they, than they do inside. Um Palace 1-0. Yeah, I don't I don't really think there's gonna be a lot of goals. Spurs Southampton. Spurs is home. I'm gonna take Spurs 2-0. I feel like that's a safe one. Villa versus Leeds. Villa home have to go for Villa 3-1. Villa's just on such a roll. They're so dominant. I don't uh, two nil. I I don't honestly the way that they're playing defensively and possessively. I don't think Leeds are gonna get a goal. Liverpool with everyone back versus Leicester. Uh, Liverpool should clap them three one at Anfield. Wolves versus Arsenal. Arsenal's away. I'm probably still gonna take Arsenal though. Two one. It's going to be like a closer match, but Arsenal's still going to come out with a win. Uh, Manchester United versus Southampton. Man U's home. I'm going to take this 2-0. or two nil. I'm hoping Tehe has a clean sheet this game just because he hasn't had one in a little while. Maybe he will. Brentford versus Palace. Ooh. Brentford. No. Draw. Yeah, 1-1. One, one. Okay. Everton leads. Everton, uh, 2-1. Leads are just really bad this season. I'm really upset that I thought... They're ahead of Everton and on table. Yeah, I know, but Everton has better, like, pickups with the That's deadline true. and everything. That's true. And also, I'm, I'm still hoping for the best for Frank. So that's why this week is sort of optimistic for... Lampard, even though the first one's a draw. Um, Watford versus Brighton. Brighton's away. That's not always great. If Brighton was home, I would definitely say Brighton's winning. But because they're away, I'm going to give it a 1-1 draw again. Lots of draws this week for me. Norwood shitty. um, 4-0 shitty. Okay. Uh. Burnley Liverpool 4 0 Liverpool. Uh Villa or Newcastle Villa. Uh Villa is away for this match. I might give it 3 1 because I think Newcastle's made the proper signings. Uh Spurs, Wolves. Spurs 2 1. Yeah. Leicester West Ham. Definitely West Ham, uh, but only 2-1. Okay. Yeah. 
And that wraps up my predictions. Uh, most of those were very random. A little bit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run it down. I'm gonna start it. Yep. So Newcastle Everton. I'm gonna take Newcastle on this one. Fair. Two one. Well, you're you hate Everton, so I knew that one. I hate Everton like too. Newcastle also had a fantastic window, and I just want to exactly. see how they play. Exactly. West Ham Watford. I'm gonna go three one West Ham. Yep. Two nil Man U over Burnley. Yep. Four nil City over yep. Brentford. That that just sounds appropriate to me. They've had enough time off where they should clap. I'm gonna go two one Palace over Norwich. Fair. Goal. All right. They put up four somewhat recently. I'm gonna go Spurs two Southampton nil. Fair. Three one Villa over Leeds. Yep. Liverpool 3, Leicester 1. Yep. Arsenal 2, Wolves 0. Yep. Man United 1, Southampton 0. Fair. I'm just, I'm thinking about this Brentford Palace game. I felt the same exact way. Right when I got to it, I was like, I'm just jumping with it real quick. Draw. I'm going to take Palace 1-0 here. I just think Brentford's still going to be mentally recovering from getting bent over the barrel by City. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm taking Brentford 2-1 over Palace. Sorry that I have to, like, fix my own prediction. You're taking Brentford. I'm taking Brentford 2-1. Why? Brentford at home, where they're usually bad. Do you, do you not remember? What? You don't oh, remember. Right, oh Erickson. wait, I'm 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 gonna take Brentford also two one. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I looked over at Val's because Val is also taking this two one. Sorry to spoil that for you guys, but I was just like. Yeah, no. And also, if you're wondering why there was just silence for a little bit, I was just staring at Brian until he I wasn't sure if you were frozen. Recognized. I wasn't sure if you were frozen. No, I was just staring at you dumbfounded. Also, next week when we do this on Riverside, I'm pulling your video out of Discord, not out of Riverside. You're like getting all fuzzy and stuff, and it's going to it's going to be annoying to edit. But exactly. That's, that's... I've, I've been noticing that. Yeah, it'll the video will come cleaner out of Discord, but that's all right. No problem. Though. Yeah. So. Yeah, 2-1 Brentford over Palace. Everton. 2-1 over Leeds. Even though I did say Leeds are above Everton on the table, the signings. The signings, just because Leeds made none. Like, I feel like the signings are really relevant in terms of this week's predictions, just because we'll see after this week, but a lot of them look really good. Brighton 1, Watford nil. Fair. 4-0 City over Norwich. Yeah. 3-0 Liverpool over Burnley. Okay. Newcastle 1, Aston Villa 2. Fair. 
Spurs 2-1 over Wolves. Yep. And West Ham 2-1 over Leicester. All right, and then I'll run down uh, Val's uh, real quick. So Newcastle versus Everton, he's taking Everton 2-1. West Ham versus Watford, he is taking a 1-1 draw. I don't know what crack he's smoking. Uh, Man U versus Burnley, Uh, Man U's away, but he's still taking them 2-1. Uh, Burnley, uh, Man City versus Brentford. He's taking Man City 3 1. Norwich Palace, he's taking 1 1 draw. Spurs, Southampton 2 1. Spurs, Villa, Leeds 2 2. Liverpool, Leicester 3 1. Wolves, Arsenal 2 0. Arsenal, Manchester United, Southampton 3 1. Man U, Brentford Palace 2 1. Brentford. Like we said, uh, Everton leads 1-1. Watford Brighton, 1-1. Shitty Norwich, 4-0 shitty. Burnley Liverpool, 3-1 Liverpool. Newcastle Villa, 2-0 Villa. Spurs Wolves, 3-1 Spurs. Newcastle, or what? And where did Newcastle just come from? Leicester West Ham, 1-1. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Carl. So, I I know I think when I started this, I mentioned that we were going to be on video this week. I don't think I'm going to post a video because there was a lot of mishaps because I forgot to resize, like, half the stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But... There's some pauses, I'm not going to lie, but uh, honestly, let us know what you guys think. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, we might have some snippets of video on our social media upcoming, but I, I don't yeah. think the full video is going to go up. We'll get yeah. that for you guys next week, hopefully in 4K with my new 3080 Ti. Yep. <laughs> uh, what are we going to play? Pokemon, Rocket League, something? We'll catch probably you guys next week. Probably too many video games. I'm probably yeah. going to be up till 6 a.m. Sorry, guys. Peace. Yeah. So we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Adios. Get Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs>